All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching or listening on the podcast, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your business registered with the state, making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, um, brand protection strategies, excuse me, uh, hiring policies, all of these foundational things so that your business can start off, you know, with a strong foundation so that you can build, um, so that you can build with confidence. All right. I help you do all these things. Why am I qualified to do that? I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful in business... There's just some things that you need to know. So that is why I am here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business or you are thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to start or you have been in business for a little while, but you don't really have any structure and you need, you know, and you're trying to move up to the next level, you know, get some business credit and you need to establish yourself as a legitimate business. You want to talk to me. All right. And how are you going to do that? You're going to go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to uh, book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you will also be able to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that is my uh, PDF that I created for all of you entrepreneurs out there. If you just kind of want to jumpstart your business, this will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. All right. Um, as well at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast where you can catch up on every episode of this show. Uh, and that is also where you can uh, access a lot of my video trainings on the different aspects of business formation. So I've got trainings on showing you how to get an EIN number, which an attorney, most attorneys will charge you anywhere between, hey, 76 Grim Cray, anywhere between, uh, you know, 75 and $125 to get you uh, um, an EIN number. I teach you how to do the process for $59 and then you can go and replicate it. And most entrepreneurs start multiple businesses, so you're going to need multiple EIN numbers. All right. We also have DUNS numbers, videos, trainings, video trainings, um, and, uh, um, and, and one that shows you how to put together an operating agreement. So link tree forward slash hello, Chevy too heavy. So link tree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Hi, Byron hood. Hi, Lee J. Everybody's coming in at the same time. Hey y'all. Um, so link tree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can find, uh, all of the ways to connect with me. Okay. Uh, but now moving on to the reason why we are here on tonight. All right. This is how the show works. If you happen to be a first time watcher, I pull stories from the news stories from blog sites, pull stories from that you wonderful people send me. Y'all are really good about sending me a really pertinent and current stories. Um, and I pull, take the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and entrepreneurs and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. 
ask your questions, give your comments as long as they are respectful. Okay. Um, it's a lot more fun when we all participate because, you know, as much as we all want to be business owners, there are core concepts that you have to learn and they're not always exciting, but this show, we aim to make it exciting for you. All right. And it's more exciting when we all participate. All right. So moving on to our first story of the evening. All right. All my iPhone users, all my iPhone users, please give me the the cell phone emoji, the iPhone emoji, whatever you want to put. If you own an Apple device, give me an iPhone, the cell phone emoji. Um, This is actually an update uh, from a case that we covered a while ago. So a few months ago, I told you guys about the story, um, not the story, but the case of, hello, I am Stacey Joy. Uh, this woman by the name of Karen, Katrina Parrott. Uh, thank you, Lisey J for the cell phone emoji. Uh, Katrina Parrott. Katrina Parrott is the CEO. Thank you, Black Mermaid Designs for the, for the cell phone. Thank you, Whitney Hand. Thank you for all of the cell phone emojis. Katrina Parrott is the CEO of, uh, or the owner and operator of Cub Club Investment LLC. And she's also, uh, a, um, a creator of, app, an app creator. She created an app a while ago called iDiversicons. And this was prior to, remember when all of the, uh, the emojis and the emoticons were all the same color, you know, no matter who you were, black, brown, you know, purple, whatever, you only had one color you could choose for the emojis. Well, uh, Katrina Parrott is saying that the technology that Apple is, uses for their multicolor emojis was stolen from her. She created the iDiversicons, um, app a while ago. It was available in the Apple store. You could get it. Uh, and then, you know, while she was, you, you know, getting her app out there and in people's faces, she was able to score some meetings with Apple to talk about, you know, collaborating so that Apple could have their own diverse emojis. All right. Now, um, during these talks, she gave them, you know, she showed the engineers at Apple, you know, the, the, all of the back end stuff of how she created the emojis and how she did the shading and things like that. So she gave them, you know, really, um, secret information. She did have them sign an NDA, right? So they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. All of a sudden talks break down and they're like, sorry, Katrina, this isn't going to go any further. But then Apple comes out with their own, you know, multicolor, uh, emojis. Um, so, so Karen, Katrina Parrott, I want to call her Karen. I don't know why. So Katrina Parrott, um, she's, she sued Apple for copyright infringement and trade dress infringement because she did her due diligence. She did get her intellectual property protection for this, uh, for this app, for this technology that she had created. So she sued Apple for copyright and trade dress infringement. And Apple is fighting back. Apple is saying, look, um, whether or not we stole your technology, thank you, um, welcome Raven901, whether or not we took your technology, it doesn't really matter because you cannot copyright skin tone or body parts, all right? So this is Apple's argument. They're saying, we're not saying that we didn't take your technology. What we're saying is that what you're trying to claim ownership of um, you know, is something that you can't claim ownership of. So they're, they're kind of using the fashion industry excuse in fashion that, you know, you see a lot of knockoffs because you can't really 
um, have intellectual property on clothing unless it's like a very distinct pattern. Um, Apple is basically saying the same thing. They're like, look, skin tone is just something that exists. You didn't create it or whatever. So you, so you don't have actually have any intellectual property in these skin tone emojis. So this is what, um, so this is what their argument is. And I already see right here, I am Stacy Joy said they stole her idea. And I want to know from you guys, what do you think about Apple's argument? Do you think Apple has a leg to stand on? Black Mermaid designs is saying, boo, (laughs) all right? But what about that argument right now? Katrina Parrott, she does have copyrights and trade dress protection for her app, and she also has pending patents for her technology. Um, but is there some, is there some, um, whether or not you want Apple to win or not, is there some truth to the argument that you shouldn't be able to have intellectual property over skin tone and body parts? I am Stacy Joy is saying, no, not fair. Or are they distorting the argument, right? Is Katrina trying to claim ownership over the skin tone and body parts? Or is she trying to claim ownership over the technology and the coding that created the, the, um, the skin tones? Uh, Black Mermaid Design said they should pay that lady for the technology. Well, that is what she is fighting for in court right now. Um, and you know, whatever side you're on, you know, I hope that she has the staying power because as we know, Apple is a big organization. They have a lot of money and some companies, even if they're in the wrong, because they have a lot of money, they can just wait you out in litigation. Um, Lisey J said, it seems like they are distorting the argument. Black Mermaid Design says she did it first. Apple thought everybody was yellow at first. <laughs> Uh, 76 Green K said, no, they flat out stole her idea. Black Mermaid Designs said, uh, no vision of diversity and inclusion. What is happening? Um, what's going on on Facebook? Why y'all so quiet? Uh, Byron Hood said the argument should be more about the tech. Right. Okay. All right. So you guys, you, so you guys think that Apple is focusing on the wrong thing or they're trying to get people to focus on the wrong thing. It's not about the skin tone. It's about the technology. That's what I'm getting from you guys. And that's also my, um, view of it. This lady is not saying, look, I created skin tones. She's saying I created the technology to get you to be able to turn all of these yellow emojis into something that looks like the diverse population that purchases your products. Um, I am Stacy Joyce said, I think it's the ownership of the technology because, uh, they, because they are big, they are taking advantage. Uh, Black Mermaid Design said, Apple is definitely mucking up the argument. Right. And, you know, when you have a, a top-notch legal team, this is what they do. When you are arguing a case, your your whole thing is to get the, the, you know, the jury or the audience or whoever is listening to see things your way. And Apple is saying, look, we're not talking about technology right now. We're talking about skin tone. And you can't own skin tone. So that that's what they're trying to say. But... Um, from you guys here, I'm getting that, you know, that's not the argument at all. So we will have to wait and see if the judge in this case agrees with you guys. And is like, Apple, that's not what we're talking about right now. We need to talk about this tech. So when I get an update on this story, I will definitely let you guys know. Um, if you guys find something that you, that you hear about it, you know, in these streets, let me know. Black Mermaid Design asked, is the judge black? I have no idea. I have no idea, but 
If you want to do some research, you can actually look this case up and find the name of the judge, and then you can, you know, go Google, do your Googles and see if the judge is black or not. Um, but, uh, you know, either way, now we all know that this isn't, ab- this, this isn't realistically true, but it shouldn't matter where, whether the, the judge is, is the race of the judge, but we do know that no matter what we do, in everything in life, race does play, um, race does play a a factor. So, uh, yeah, you can go look up the case and and see if the judge is, uh, black mermaid design said, I don't see color. (laughs) You just see that green girl, get that green. All right. Okay. Um, next story that we are talking about on today. Uh, how many of y'all, um, know the brand Under Armour. If you know the sportswear brand Under Armour, <laughs> Black Women, period. Hi, Miss Whitney. Um, if you know the sportswear brand Under Armour, please give me a U in the comments. Now, earlier today, I posted um, a photo in my stories of two different logos, one of which was the Under Armour logo. And I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort and 100% of you said no. Um, hello, King Tax Services. How you doing, guys? Guys, tax time is coming around. My girl, King Tax Services 18 is going to get you, okay? Um, so go check her out on Instagram. Okay, I'm getting a lot of views. Thank you for the views. All right, so we've got people who know what Under Armour is. Uh, now, again, I posted a picture of my stories of two logos. Um, you guys, 100% of you said, no, these logos are not too close for comfort. If you did not see the logos, you know, just pop out real quick, go check it out and then come back. Okay. Cause I, cause I want you to really have an idea of what's going on visually when, when I tell you the, um, the particulars of this case. All right. So we all know the Under Armour logo. Um, d- go check real quick. I, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all like 15 seconds. So we know the Under Armour logo, it's like the U and the A, that is the Under Armour logo, right? Um, and Under Armour, they make sport. Can somebody tell me what does, what does Under Armour make? What is sportswear? When you think of Under Armour, what do you think? Oh, Whitney Hand said you wearing it as we speak. Look at that. Um, wearing it as we speak. Oh, shoot. Oh, yes. Y'all, I'm going to be on King Tech Services live stream on December 11th. I'm going to let y'all um, know as it gets closer. But um, when you think of Under Armour, what's what, like, Whitney Hand, you said you're wearing Under Armour right now. Are you wearing pants, a shirt? What, what type of, uh, what, what type of things does Under Armour make? Okay. All right, um, I'm gonna give y'all a second to get that in. And while you put that in, uh, we're gonna go to our next uh, uh, Steph Curry. What's about Steph Curry? What? What does Steph Curry have to do with Under Armour? Uh, look, I'm not hip. Black Mermaid Designs. You got to tell me. Um, Whitney Hint, really? <laughs> Whitney Hint said, not even close. Uh, Black Mermaid Designs said basketball shoes. Stacy Joy said warm undergarments. Lisa J said shoes, leggings. Black Mermaid said sportswear. King Tech Services said Facebook. What? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by Facebook. King Tech Services, DM me. Um, okay, but okay, so they make they make sportswear shirts, shorts, running pants, shoes, leggings, all that stuff, right? Hi, Chan and his camera. Um, now there is another company called 
Life's Armor, and they make vitamins and supplements. Shirts, socks, sneakers, okay. They make vitamins and supplements, um, and they have a particular logo as well, and it is kind of, a, it is a mashup, uh, yeah, it's in my stories on Facebook as well, King Tech Services, um, and their logo for Life's Armor, it's a mashup of the L and the A, and I posted both of these logos, and you guys said that, they, that they're not too close for comfort, but Under Armour is not convinced. Under Armour is actually, hey, Sensei 39, is opposing uh, Life Armor's application. Oh, Steph Curry and UA have a deal. Okay, thank you for letting me know. Um, Under Armour is trying to block Life Armor, Life's Armor from trademarking their logo. Now, Life's Armor, they are in the vitamins and supplements uh, industry. So they're giving you, you know, your pre-workouts, your vitamin A, B, whatever you need, your workout supplements, right? Okay, a shoe deal. Okay. Um, and Under Armour is basically saying, look, this vitamin and supplement company, their logo, we think it's too close to ours and people are going to confuse the two brands and think that we're associated. Now, it's also important to know that, uh, Lifestyle, Life's Armor is being promoted as a lifestyle brand for fitness apparel as well. So they may be getting into the fitness apparel realm, but for right now, they make vitamins and supplements, right? But I want you to, guys to go strictly on the, uh, the, the, the images of the logos. If you were to see the Under Armour logo and the Life's Armour logo, if you were to see them next to each other, just like they are in that picture, would you think that they are the same company? Please let me know in the comments. I did not think personally that the logos were that, were, were similar to each other. I could not see myself mixing them up, even if they were next to each other, like, I might think one was a knockoff of the other, but I would never think that they were associated. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that the Under Armour and the Life's Armour logos are too close to each other? Or is Under Armour just doing too much? What do you guys think? What time is it? Because I need to be aware of the time. What do you guys think? Do you think it's too close or do you think Under Armour is doing too much? I personally think that Under Armour is doing too much. Um, like the, yeah, I just, I, I just don't think that they're that similar that someone would mistake Under Armour for Life's Armour. And in particular, Life's Armour right now, they're just doing vitamins and supplements. They're not even doing apparel. They're not doing shoes. Where, is my thing frozen? Where y'all at? Hello? Okay. Uh, Whitney Hand said, nope, not at all. I'm super familiar with U UA, so maybe I'm biased, and someone who didn't know might, but no, not too close for me. Um, Black Mermaid Design gave me some upside down smiley faces. 76 Grimke said, UA is doing too much. They look completely different. Okay, so so we're kind, we're kind of in agreement over here that the... Um, that the logos look different. Now, remember, we've talked about this several times. 
And we just talked about it in the last case. Large companies sometimes will engage in trademark bullying because they have a trademark, because they have a lot of money. Okay, good. Because they have a lot of money, they will, you know, try and push around little businesses, uh, you know, to either steal their intellectual property or try to block them from trying to protect their intellectual property. All right. Uh, Black Mermaid Design said it's ridiculous. Right. I, I, I don't think that they look alike at all. I think that Under Armour is just doing a little too much right now. And I hope that the judge in this case um, thinks so as well, because I, I just don't think that's fair. I think Under Armour is just being a bully right now. Um, but yeah, but uh, high spoken fragments. But that's what but that's on that uh, story. We're done with that. Uh, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some structure, you need a legal friend to hold your hand through the perilous path of entrepreneurship. I am the person that you want to talk to. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. Also be sure to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you help you choose and launch your dream business in seven days or less. All right. Okay. Moving on, moving on to our next story. Okay. All my people who have Netflix, if you have access to Netflix, give me an N in the comments. I didn't say if you have a Netflix account because we know that a lot of us are sharing accounts, but if you have net somebody's Netflix credentials, (laughs) give me an N in the comments. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure all of you are going to give me an N. Uh, but while you do that, um, also I want to know if anybody watched, uh, the, the movie that, um, Netflix came out with called Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Thank you for all of the ends. All right. Yes, Netflix Nation. Did anybody happen to watch Black Mirror Bandersnatch? If you did, give me a B in the comments. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Black Mirror Bandersnatch was a like a uh, an interactive film on Netflix. It was based on Choose Your Own Adventure. All of um all that stuff. King Tax Services said, I used to, but Netflix was double, double billing me. Whoa, okay. I'm getting a lot of ends. Black Mermaid Designs watched, um, watched uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Okay. Now, um, this movie was being, uh, you didn't watch it since the 39? Okay. This movie was being promoted as a choose your own adventure movie. And now, uh, we talked about this several times. Remember when we were in school, they had the choose your own adventure books and you would flip the pages and things like that. Well, the company that owns the trademark to choose your own adventure books, they sued Netflix for trademark infringement. They said, choose your own adventure. That is our phrase. You cannot use it for your movie. And even in the movie, they referred to the choose your own adventure books, right? So Netflix was like, we're not taking this lying down. They actually tried to get choose, um, the company's called Chooseco. They tried to get their trademark canceled. They tried to get the choose your own adventure trademark canceled because they said that, you know, it's, it's just, it's not, um, an identifier. It is just a, it is just a genre of literature. So Netflix was trying to get the trademark canceled. And in a weird turn of events, um, excuse me, uh, in, in a weird turn of events, 
Netflix and Chusco have actually settled this case. They are no longer uh, fighting it out in the courts. Um, we don't know what the terms of the settlement are, but we do know that Chusco has filed uh, more trademark applications in the in, in the realm of downloadable animated video. So apparently Chusco is getting into the video industry. Um, Wendy Han said, I rewatched Black Mirror, but not Bandersnap. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, but, uh, what, what do you think happened between Netflix and Chusco? Because Netflix was trying to get Chusco's trademark canceled and all of a sudden there is a settlement. So what do you think happened between Netflix and Chusco? They're not telling us what happened. Black Mermaid Design said good for them. They're not telling us what happened. So what do you think happened behind the doors? Do you think Netflix cut a check? Is Bandersnatch still on the, um, still on the Netflix, uh, roster. Um, that's what I'm asking sincere. Is it still on Netflix? I have no idea. I haven't watched it. Somebody want to check real quick. Um, but yeah, Netflix and Chusco have settled. What do y'all think happened? Hi, Jarek, the floating Yogi. What do you think happened between Netflix and Chusco? Because Chusco has since filed more trademarks for the Choose Your Own Adventure, and apparently they're getting into downloaded animated videos. So they might be giving Netflix a run for their money, right? So what do we think happened? <laughs> because there are some options. Now, Netflix could have just agreed to stop using Choose Your Adventure. They may have gotten a license. They may have, uh, they may have just given them, you know, a payout of royalties. Since the 39 said Netflix cut the check, Black Mermaid Design says somebody didn't have a case. Maybe, maybe Netflix, you know, was going forward in the case and they were like, you know what, this isn't even worth it. That's true. That's true. Um, spoken fragment said, or a few Choose Co. Netflix shows. Okay. All right. That might be it too. Choose Co. and Netflix might be going into business together for real. So Netflix can use the phrase. There, there, there are some things that could happen. So we will just have to wait and see how things develop between Netflix and Choose Co. Um, I am Stacy Joy saying that Netflix cut a check to settle it. Okay. Well, only time will tell. So we will just have to wait and see. I'm trying to see if I have time for one more story. Um, okay. I can make this real, real quick. Um, last story of the evening. Uh, if you, if you like electronic dance music, EDM music, quickly, 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 give me an E in the comments. Okay. Now, one of, uh, while you're doing that, one of the things that has, um, emerged as technology and live streaming progress is, you know, the, the copyright thing and not being able to play music and getting shut down and things, right? Um, well, there is, uh, some good news if you are a fan of EDM music. There is a new app called clubbing.live, uh, where you can know everybody is giving me, well, Black Mermaid designs like EDM. There is a new app called clubbing.live and they have succeeded in, uh, getting a kind of a back end copyright where you can, no, it's not like trap music, king service, tech services, not at all. Um, but basically you can listen to DJ sets, to parties, and basically have, you know, your own little EDM party and have the music streaming from live DJs without worrying about copyright infringement, um, you know, copyright infringement claims against you. Hi, Diamond Sweat Aquafina. So, 
If you like electronic dance music at all and you want to have yourself, you know, a one-person EDM party and not worry about copyright claims and them shutting down the live stream, you might want to check the app clubbing.live or the website. I don't know, I don't know where, where it's at, but go check it out if you're an EDM fan. I personally am not. It's, it's a little too much oops, oops, oops for me. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. Get it, girl. All right, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening, guys. We have reached the end of our time. We have a couple of minutes. If you have some questions, if you can drop them in real quick, I will stay on and answer them for as long as I can. If you have questions about business formation, meaning EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, registering with the state, brand protection strategies, contracts, hiring policies. Those are the things that you can ask questions about. If you have questions about the stories that we covered, about Apple stealing the the, the multicolored emojis, about Under Armour doing too much against Life Armour, about Netflix and Choose Co., you know, making some backdoor settlements, about uh, this new clubbing clubbing.live app. <laughs> Now's the time to ask. Oh, I'm glad you learned a lot, King Tech Services, and you are welcome. I am Stacy Joy. Uh, I, it's still on Netflix. Thank you for checking Sincere39. I want to thank all of you for your participation this evening. This show is so much fun when you guys get involved, and you guys get involved all the time. Oh, I'm glad you love this show, Stacey. Uh, make, make sure to join me tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. King Me 22 has a uh, question. To protect my brand name, do I need a trademark? copyright or what i'm kind of confused okay so king me 22 if you are trying to protect your business name so um uh king me i'm thinking of, of why are you here right so if you wanted to protect your business name why are you why why are you here you would want a trademark for why are you here okay um black mermaid design said if i wanted to do resin coasters with sports teams could sports franchises Uh, the logos, yes, they absolutely could, Black Mermaid Designs, if you, my, your best bet would be to try and get some type of um, crafter's license with the team, see if they have some type of program where you can be an official, you know, merch maker, that has happened with some of the, the, the watchers here, um, uh, your questions in the cue box, King Me said the angel effect, trademark bet, thank you, okay, good, I'm glad I could answer your question, Uh, King Tech Services says, how long does it take to get a book copyrighted? Not long at all. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, less than a month. Less than a month. And it's, uh, yeah, less than a month. I want to say, I know it's not instantaneous, but it's less than a month. It's not nearly as long as a trademark. Uh, thank you for the uh, hand claps, y'all. But yes, if any more questions before before we close out, Remember to join me here tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, more stories. If you find anything that you want me to talk about, please send it on over. You know I love when you send me stories. Uh, take care of yourselves, wash your hands, wear your masks, uh, and social distance, all right? See you tomorrow. Oh, hold on. Um, Black Mermaid Design said, should I get my coloring book copyrighted? Um... Yeah, why wouldn't you? Uh, my only thing is, you know, is the mandala, uh, the, the mandala designs, if those are copyrightable. I'm not sure uh, where it goes into that thing. Uh, King, we said I'll be here at 8 tomorrow. Yeah, I'm glad you'll be here. Uh, King Tech Services said someone told my sister 11 months. Um, okay. 
Uh, I mean, it may depend on what you're trying to copyright as well. So, uh, and please remember, I am not an intellectual property attorney. I am a business formation attorney. I give you basic information when it comes to intellectual property. If you want someone whose specialty is intellectual property, uh, please go check out Smith Legal Solutions or, uh, Takora Davis. All right. Um, okay. All right. Okay, guys. So have a good night, uh, and I will see you tomorrow. But uh, um, for copyright, DM me. Have a good night, guys. Bye.